miraculous. Um, we've got a man who can maybe be the, the judge of that because this is the, the big interview of the morning that's uh, drawing so much attention from many of you watching um, today. The man you're looking at there uh, formerly went by the name of Alan John Miller. He now believes he is Jesus and his girlfriend with him says she is Mary Magdalene. Uh, you may remember the story. We, before we talked to them here in the studio, we brought that story uh, first here on Sky News last May when our correspondent Jonathan Samuels met them in Australia from where they're from. You have to drive more than three hours from Brisbane into rural Queensland to meet a man with a very bold claim. Work on the soil. Former IT worker AJ Miller says he's Jesus and what's more, his partner is the woman who watched him die on the cross, Mary Magdalene. I have very clear memories of the crucifixion, but it wasn't as harrowing for me as it was for Mary and others who were present. Jesus and Mary, let's hear from you now. Why, why are you in Britain? Uh, we're mostly here because we were invited to come here through ITV to have an interview yesterday or the day before yesterday. I can't remember now. We've seen a lot of stuff. And the idea is that you, while you're here, you're going to uh, make contact with the documentary film crew who are going to look at your lives and, and help people understand you more. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a quote from the Bible, Matthew uh, chapter 24, verse 5. Mm -hmm. For many will come in my name claiming, I am the Messiah and will deceive many. Mm. Is that a prediction, a prophecy come true? Well, um, it, it is true. There's many thousands of people who have claimed to be me over the, over the, the centuries and, uh, and even alive on earth now there are many people who are claiming to be me but there's only one Jesus uh, who was Jesus of Nazareth anyway and, uh, and so I think in time whether my claim is true or not will be proven or not proven I think how, how would it be proven, Jesus? Because um, an easy way to do that, people would say, just do a miracle, just perform a miracle for us. And the reality is you can't perform miracles unless you're at one with God, and I'm not at one with God yet uh, in this life, so I have to go through a process. It's the same process that I went through in the first century, and I know the process I need to engage, and it might take me another four or five years at least to finish that process, but once that process is complete, then... Whatever God chooses to do through me. What, do. what do you expect of people who would follow you? I don't expect anything from anybody, actually. And the main, one of our main teachings is that everyone has free will and everyone's allowed to choose to do what they wish to do, whether, whether it's in, in harmony with love or out of harmony with love. There will be consequences uh, in, in their long-term future, but... Um, what we're trying to do is encourage people to use their will in harmony with love. But we don't really expect anybody to do anything with that. Yeah. Now, we have heard here uh, from a man who you've met and who's studied cults for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. uh, before I just hear from him, would you say you are forming a cult? No, not at all. All, all Mayor and myself do is we just do free seminars and put free clips on YouTube and uh, we don't do anything else other than that so I can't see how we can be forming a cult, we're not starting a religion well, this is what This is what he had to say about, about you and what you do and this was back in May, here we go. The danger is that you'll be drawn closer and closer into his web uh, to a point that you lose access to your social life, you spend all your money, you, you have the curses of your family ringing in your ears, 
and you may well lose your relationship. Well, Mary, let me put that point to you. Were you drawn closer and closer into his web? Uh, he doesn't have a web, that's for sure. Uh, certainly, I've grown closer to him, uh, but you would expect that if you're in a relationship with someone. But it's very... Uh, what Mr Milliken is saying there is very untrue, given that... As AJ's pointed out, all we do is present seminars to people for free and we actually have very little to do with people's personal lives. Mm. Um, most people who listen to us, we've never met. Do people want to believe? Do they want to believe? The reason I say that is um, I, I'm looking at the, the social media feeds that are coming in today and they're quite vitriolic, really. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I've met you now over a couple of days and I, I've been respectful to you and I've listened to what you've had to say yeah. and I've had quite an open mind. You believe who you are it's up to us to make up our own minds about this sure. but basically do you know you know what they think out there they think yeah. you're deluded they think yeah. you're mad yeah. what would you say to that well I, I would say again in time that will be proven to where, whether that is true or not obviously um people like i do not believe people listen to me because i'm saying i'm jesus in fact i think a lot more people would be listening to me if i was not saying i was jesus to be frank and if they listen to the teachings that we have then many people find themselves... Uh, and forgive me for interrupting, Jesus, but are the teachings the same as those in the Bible? How do you think the Bible has represented you? Yeah, no, the teachings are not the same as in the Bible. The Bible is not God's word, and, and it, was, it was also not an accurate record of my life in the first century, nor an accurate uh, depiction of God, in fact, is contained in the Bible. So, um, if, if that offends Christians who are watching, what would you say to them? Because they would say, like, this is our dictionary, this is our guidebook, I agree. this is our template... Yeah, I don't mean to offend them. I'm just uh, stating the truth of, of the fact of the matter of how the Bible came into existence is not directly from God or inspired of God. There are many errors in it, even errors about God, in fact. Look, what I don't understand is if you are, you know, Jesus, Son of God, Jesus Christ, and Christians follow you all over the world, why didn't you turn up at the Vatican or at Lambeth Palace to see the Archbishop of Canterbury and knock at the door and say, hey guys, just letting you know, I'm in town, I'm back on the beat. Why, why didn't you sort of let... The, the, the guys who run Christianity in your absence know that you're here. Well, Mary and I don't force ourselves on people, and so if they want to invite me to have a chat with them, I'm perfectly happy to have a chat with them about all sorts of matters, but uh, I, I can't do so unless I'm invited. Basically, that's how we live our lives. We live our lives by being invited to places to, to speak. Would you like to be invited? Would you? Oh, of course I would, yes. I'd love to be invited. Charlotte? <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a look here at some uh, comments that have been coming in, and there is a lot of scepticism, I have to say, of to course. what you've been saying this morning. Andrew thinks it's a load of codswallop. Mrs Poppy Bundy says, if he's Jesus, I'm lassie. I mean, what, <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of questions here and comments from people uh, basically saying that they think you're, you're in it for the fame it's a 15 minutes of fame scenario rather than anything else. Yeah, and that's not true. Like I've, I've been saying who I am for the last 10 years and we haven't had any fame. In fact, if anything, we've become more infamous than famous and, uh, and we receive, obviously, a lot of negative uh, publicity and so forth. But uh, that, that's exactly the same as my life was in the first century before I became at one with God and even afterwards. And, and I died at the hands of people who, who thought I was infamous. So. And to people who would say, why don't you carry the stigmata? Why don't you have the marks in, in your hands, the, the spear wound in your side, the crown of thorns? 
what would you say to that? Because I don't want to. Like, I'm allowed to choose to do what I want with my life, and mm-hmm. God's given me that freedom to choose to do what I want with my life, and so I don't need to manifest right. marks on my body. Charlotte is a canon's daughter. She was brought up in the, the uh, Church of England, the Anglican uh, faith here. Jacqueline mm-hmm. is a, a Roman Catholic and a believer yeah. as well. What's awesome. your view? Your, well, your I just had so many tweets of people just think you're a fruitcake um how can you not prove it to people do you you not want to prove prove it to people could you speak aramaic for example you're born over two thousand years ago in nazareth surely you would speak another language well it's interesting the kind of questions people ask i feel all of those kind of questions are very superficial kind of questions and to be frank um there are far more important questions to ask about what i'm claiming and uh and I feel that if once people start asking those more important questions, which, which are universal in nature, then I feel like tempted to engage. But Jesus, before you go, what is the important question? What is the thing we all have to tackle, we all have to grasp, or that we all have to believe? If this is truly the second coming, mm-hmm. what is your message to the world? Well, the most important message is that we can have a relationship with God and God's love can enter our soul to the, st- to the point where it transforms us. And that's what happened to me in the first century, and that's what's happening to me now again. And that's what I'm encouraging other people to do. Once God's love transforms us, then we have the ability to share this love with everyone around us. And once that occurs, all of the violence and all the fear that we see in the world today will, will, will slow down and stop. And if I had an interview tomorrow morning with a man who claimed he was Napoleon Bonaparte or a woman who said she was Elizabeth I, what would your reaction be to that? Or what is the difference between someone saying that and what you guys are saying? Well, I know my answer to that. My answer is I've met both Napoleon Bonaparte and Elizabeth I and I know where they currently are, so um, they're certainly not on earth. (laughs) Can you tell if it's heaven or hell? No, they are both in what you would call the heavens of the spirit world, above the first sphere. The first sphere contains the hells of the spirit world. Jesus, that is the best answer to any question I have have ever had. To anybody related to Napoleon or Elizabeth I, don't worry, uh, they're both doing very, very well. They're both okay in heaven. Uh, I hope we see you there one day. Uh, Thank you. Fascinating talking to you. Uh, Whether you believe what they have to say or not, um, are you convinced or you not, they certainly believe what they have to say. Uh, That was Jesus and Mary, and I don't think I'll ever be able to introduce two top guests like that uh, again. (laughs) Jacqueline, what have we got after the break? I was going to ask Jesus, who's going to win the Ashes? Um, Surely you can tell me that. They needed your help this week. (laughs) Well, all of them have got free wills, so they could both decide what's going on, but um, obviously everyone in England knows it's England. Um, I'm very interested in the cricket. I like the cricket, actually. It was a great great match last match, wasn't it? Obviously England's prayers are answered in that one. Okay. uh, Thank you very much.